warning. What you will see in the movie Pieces cannot be revealed, cannot be described, cannot even be imagined. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces, it's exactly what you think it is. Pieces, absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. All right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Where are we going? Oh, now. Hey. Wow. It went right in there. Mm, yeah. Listen to it now. Mm. Oh, yeah. I feel I should be skateboarding. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Ho. Now. Watch it. Look out. Yeah. Wow. Okay, everyone. Uh, hey, how you do? I just want to keep rocking, don't you? Want to go up country? Oh wow, yeah. I th I think at this point, pieces had stopped using the the music right there. So I'm going to I'm going to move my mic. Listen to me, move my mic. Did that drive you all mad? Welcome to Pieces and Pieces, a minute by minute ish podcast hosted by Daniel R. Buddy. Uh, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go with Dan from the rest of this because I just Daniel R. Button. Whoa! Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Oh yeah. It's still playing. Oh my god. Oh look out now now. You guys didn't hear the organ solo in the in pieces. You you think in a movie called Pieces, which is about putting a perfect body together through assorted pieces of other bodies the, the organ solo would be included although we can talk organs in a few minutes when um uh kendall hears that chainsaw and he's in bed with that gal we'll talk organs then but right now yeah i'm gonna take it down so we can actually talk and i'm not so distracted that i can't figure out what the hell i'm saying so pieces and pieces podcast a minute by minute ish podcast uh it was episode three covering um uh j uh jp simon's uh pieces mil gritos in la noche no i got that wrong but you know you know the movie i'm talking about 81 82 83 whenever wherever you're standing wherever place you are in life it's around that time slasher film we had a good time the first two episodes are out the opening credits are done and we were at the end of minute six with the previous one and the killer 40 years later was reaching into a drawer and pulling out a box and this episode will go minutes seven through ten so we're going to cover basically pulling the box out of the drawer to the moment where edmund purdom's character as the dean involves what is it bracken and holden um, into his office. So that will be... I don't know what you're saying. Well, Dan, that doesn't sound like a lot. Four minutes. Well, you get to see what um, the killer has in the box. And maybe the killer has another box. And two young women die. That sounds like a horrible thing to say. But when you're watching pieces, it's hilarious. Well, in the best possible way. So let me... Um, let me. Uh, geez, I, I do apologize. I really want to have the audio for you guys playing. Although, to be honest, the audio in this one would be a mix of... Uh, what is it? The Death... I grabbed the Death, the death Watch theme alongside the Upcountry theme. And we'll talk what Upcountry is. 
uh, and and occasionally, hi, hello, hey, Debbie, and tsh, and bump, 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 and then a f- few like thirty seconds of chatter in between. Grace, the uh, secretary, and 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 Bracken and Holden, and and then the, the you know Edmund Purden comes in, and it's all awesome. So, um, what I'm gonna do right now is, um, you know, if the if I had the audio, I'd put it right here. So what goes down in these minutes? The the killer brings out the box, uh, and the box has a um, from, and I love, I love he's he's in this sort of. Yeah, I, I say he just because it was it was a boy who did the killing in the opening. Maybe something might change, who knows? Uh, but I'll call the killer he just for now uh, because because of of what we saw in the opening. The killer brings his box out of this drawer, and he's got the black gloves on and the um, the black coat, so you can't see who the killer might be as if the killer knew that he was in a film and then he needed to dress like that but he has this box that he's apparently had in the drawer for 40 years and it has his mother's uh, high heel shoes his mother's dress both very blood-stained and uh, a headshot no I mean uh, I'm sorry I'm sorry photograph of his mother with like an X through it and um, which someone has Overtaped is that a word? Someone has secured too securely to the bottom of the box, because uh, when he pulls out the dress and you see the 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 like a quick cut to the mom falling covered in blood, you, you see the you you see the 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 photo of the mom, and the killer begins to remove it, but it's in there good. Someone has put it down there good, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I can imagine, you know, the director being like, "Just go with it. Just, just you can get it off there. Just, it's been there for forty years. Just pull on it. Pull on it. You can get it. Yes. What do you got? Like twenty pieces of tape holding this down? Oh my god. You know, it's like, yeah. So, so um, but it's fun. I mean, it reminds me of. Um, not only does it remind me of, say, the graduation day um, photo where everyone gets X'd out, but it reminds me of the um, more of. Is it? Oh, I do. I do not have my copy of To All a Good Night, my Blu-ray nearby, but I want to say that when they pull out, there's a photo in that. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to give it over to you all with this one. But but isn't there like they pull out a photo and there are pictures of people on it, and the killer like grabs a sharpie and like takes the top off the sharpie and begins xing things out. But by the end of it, you can tell that the sharpie has dried out. Uh, but they haven't been given another take to like, okay, you could put the sharpie back in the cap, and it'll it'll moisten, and then you it'll work again. But but like as they're doing the X's, they're clearly drying out. It's always like, oh, that's why, that's why you try to get another take or have a second sharpie, or that's why you don't have someone who is way too over indulgent on the scotch tape. Uh, secure it. Maybe it wasn't even scotch tape. Maybe it was a gaffer. Like I threw, you know, eight pieces of tape there to secure mom's photo to the bottom of the box. You son of a. Oh! But it's fun. I like it. So, so he's got that there. And then you see the gal who has the issue with the piece of plate glass. And then you see um, the second box in the drawer and the puzzle starts to get put together specifically the head and then you see the gal with a very short skirt uh, studying in the middle of the field by herself 
and the guy chainsaws her head off, and then we go to Bracken and Holden, just kind of shooting the breeze with uh, Grace, is it? The the secretary? And and then Edmund Purdom comes out, and there you have it. That's the that's the that's the four minutes we're talking. And I I has the the one thing with doing this um, more than one minute at a time is that I feel like I'm not going to hit everything I need to hit. Whereas when I went one minute at a time, I always knew that I would say everything that I wanted to say. So um, actually, I think I've already said everything I need to say about that opening scene with with the killer and his, and and the box with his mom stuff. I mean. I mean, part of the things with slashers and giallos is you don't question, you know, how, you know, how, I, I guess, I guess they thought the killer got away with the, um, the shoes and the dress, but the little boy got away. The little boy who, who didn't hear his mom in her big ass heels sneaking up on him on the hardwood floor, putting the puzzle together, but, but he's able to stash this stuff away. I don't know how he does it, but he does it for 40 years. And uh, that leads to, yeah, the, the sequence with the gal skateboarding. And she looks very uncomfortable skateboarding. She looks exactly like I always looked skateboarding. And the thing about skateboarding was there were, there I, I, I'm not an expert on skateboarding. There's sort of waves of skateboarding. It's like the um, Kenny and Company skateboarding circa, what is that, 76, 77. There's the Back to the Future skateboard from 85. It sort of stuffed me on that. Where I think skateboards got better. And, and were easier to maneuver. So this gal is basically like, it, it, it looks like she was at the top of a hill. Someone handed her like a folder, which she has in one hand, um, dressed her up for, uh, well, there, there are no leaves on the trees. In the, in the beginning, we see her going, there are no leaves on the trees. So this is either, this is a fall, winter, or the start of spring. I mean, my guess is, Jeez, I don't know what my guess is um, at this point. 84, 82, so this is 82, 40 years later. In the movie, it's 82, uh, 40 years later. Me, 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 part of me, uh, part of me says that this is sort of probably late September, October, something like that. Leaves have come off the trees, and she's skateboarding. But it really does have to look like someone put her on a skateboard. She does have a crucifix around her neck. Um, she, someone put her on the skateboard at the top of a hill and just pushed her and said, balance. And I think that's the way the early skateboards went. It was balance. There was no, you couldn't do cool stuff. You couldn't do this or that. It was just like, ah, and that's kind of what she's doing. Um, unfortunately, some guys from Boston, and I put that in quotes because um, you see this van pull up at the side of the road and two guys get up with this huge sheet of plate glass. And on the side of their truck, it's like, PH number uh, and then the phone number for in it's Boston. I, I forget exactly where it says it. I should have it playing or hip hop music playing. And let's just see if I can see the truck pulling up here. I think it'll show there it is. So it's denim, damn mass of PH 6812773. No one. No one does that. The PH, no, that's not a thing. Yeah, that, that, like, maybe phone number but ph no that wasn't a thing so that's um that's a very specific um sign that that might be and i think although i don't know for certain but the license plate on back might be different from the license plate that we see when they pull the glass and i love it because they pull up because when the gal is skateboarding she seems to be on a campus she might be in boston that might be the shots on boston but the truck is like the uh, the 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 Masiello and o'donnell company glass and mirrors truck 
pulls up randomly on an empty, clearly studio lot somewhere in Spain. And uh, it's great. And they, they get their, their junk out and they're just going to haul some huge piece of glass around. And I do recognize the guy, um, the guy without the facial hair. And yeah, the gal is going through it. And it looks like she's, I think she, she does a curvy thing at one point. No, I think that the license plate on the, uh, on the back are the same. So I apologize about that. And she waves to some friends and they say, hi, Debbie. And her name is Debbie. And then, but I think the guys, I don't know where they are. I don't know where anyone is. The, 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 the trees are all still bare. And she slams into that piece of, piece of plate glass and um i love the the thing i love when she hits a piece of plate glass is that like she doesn't seem to have a way to stop herself from going the 50 feet on a skateboard in the plate glass and the two guys pulling the plate glass along don't refuse to look around they're coming around the corner on a busy college campus and they refuse to i will not look to my left or right i will not do it and I don't know the way plate glass is delivered in the world. There's a possibility that in, you know, different regions of the world, plate glass, huge, huge slabs of glass are delivered in different... Ma- well, it's a mirror, but, but it's it's not plate... I mean, it's a mirror. It's a huge mirror. I'm sorry, I keep saying plate glass. That's that just, that just off the top of my head. But it's a huge mirror. And because when she slams into it, you immediately get a shot of the glass in pieces and her body sort of in pieces within the glass that cuts to. And that's the thing, I think, that even though this comes slightly after the killer begins pulling boxes out of the drawer, this is the thing that in the, the killer must have seen this happen or seen the aftermath. And that clicked him into place and he began to put the puzzle together. Boom. It's a nice, it's a nice little bit of something. Uh, it's a nice little bit because, I mean, I, I can't. I'm sure there is a slasher off the top of my head, but I can't think of one right now. Where um, you you get the opening where the 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 thing happens, the the thing in the past happens, and then there's a trigger for it. And this is this is just so things happen. This is so goofy, and things happen so quickly. I mean, this is you know, this is what. Um, a minute and ten. She slams into that that glass like a minute and ten seconds after the guy pulls the thing out of the drawer. So stuff is happening so quickly that you can be forgiven for not fully getting what's going on. But yeah, it triggers the killer, and she slams into the glass. And like like I said, I don't know the way the moval the the movement of huge slabs of glass or or, or mirrors. Well, that's glass. Um, it works, but I mean. Is, is it, I mean, to me, this looks like, hey, um, oh, there's the place we have to take a glass to, say, um, Hartnell Hall or something. Uh, oh, yeah, let's, uh, let's pull around the back there. There's the, um, there's the uh, parking lot, and um, we can get in through there. Oh, man, it costs three bucks to park in there. Oh, it's too busy. I, I'm not going to park in there. I saw a spot about six blocks down the road. Oh, we'll just park there and haul the huge mirror glass along the way. I don't know that that hauling glass works like that. I would think you'd want to get as close to the place you have to take the glass to as possible. You know, it would be like, you know, you know, it'd be, be, be um, the, the other night I ordered um, from from uh, I ordered some uh, ice cream um, from a delivery place, and um, you know, it would be sort of the thing where it was like the 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 driver pulled up in front of the house and set the ice cream down in front of the door and I had it in the freezer although it's very yummy just 
melting slightly. I had it in the freezer within 30 seconds. You know, could you imagine it being, well, you know, we don't want to go down your street, so I parked six blocks away and walked all that way. Here's your ice cream. Eh, that might be a little mushy, too mushy, over mushy, runny liquid. You know, and I love the fact that the guys do this with glass. Like, where are they going with the glass? Who is this woman? Who, who is it? I mean, I will say this. And you'll see the image if I can actually get the image to come up. I've been having some some um, issues uh, with the um, this image, but um, is does the woman in the nudie puzzle look a lot like the woman who runs into the glass here? Have a look. I, I actually own the nudie puzzle in the pieces, the Grindhouse Blue. So I held up her picture and I took a picture and I, I hope to have, I hope you're, you're able to see it. Um, uh, uh, up next to the woman um, as she's skating, they look very similar. I don't think they're the same woman, but they could be. It's, it's tough to say because one of them is kind of like in a glamour, I'm nude pose. And the other is a, I'm going to fall off of the skateboard pose and I'm overdressed kind of pose they, but they look very similar to me am i being like spanish racist i don't know but they look very similar to me so so have a look next time you see have a look at the gal in the nude puzzle have a look at the gal who hits the mirror um they look very similar and that could be another thing too that they looked very similar neither of them look like the mom so i, I don't you know that's i get it the mom thing but uh, neither of them look like the mom and i will say i've paused um the blu-ray at eight minutes and 10 seconds on the glass breaking up where you could see the image of the woman screaming and it's really kind of disturbing hmm. so uh i don't want to i don't want i don't want to go uh, much much further on this but but um uh so yeah the ki the killer um maybe i will the killer yeah, takes a second box out of the drawer and it's the puzzle and it's covered in blood and he begins putting together the head he begins put, putting together the pieces of the head and at this point if you don't know what's going on you're like oh i get it pieces i get it now and so the gal has died and we see the she hits the, the the mirror glass and the mom slaps the 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 picture of the dad against the glass and shatters the mirror and then you see the gal uh and she's a gal in a really uh short skirt and she's studying and she's um she's out in a field somewhere and uh you know we just saw the campus and it was really really busy and now she's kind of in the middle of nowhere but that's okay i i found spaces like where i went to school at ithaca college uh, which was on the side of a hill near lake cayuga with cornell on the other side in ithaca new york there were plenty of places you could go to and sit in a field by yourself you know don't um never underestimate the power of the average person who who wants to find a place to sit quietly to not be able to find that place never underestimate yourself for finding that place because i found there were plenty of places where i could go to if i had a lady friend with me we could go to where we could be alone on the campus even though there were several thousand people there it's easy peasy so i don't um wherever she is I give her, you know, she's fine. Uh, you know, she has a very short skirt on, which um, in the initial shot, um, she got some bootay hanging out. But then sort of the shot kind of from the POV of the um, gentleman with the chainsaw, she's her, her behind is covered. Um, and she's um, she puts her leg up and there's the guy with the chainsaw and... Um, He's he's very covered up. He'd be he'd be safe during a um a pandemic situation. Um 
but yeah, and I and I love it so much because it's sort of like the scene begins and it's like, hey, are you going to be long? No, I'll be fine, miss. And I mean, literally, what is it within, I don't even know, within 20 seconds, 30 seconds, her head's cut off and her head flies through the air and the blood sprays and her headless body with like gore off the neck is bouncing around and it's just... The movie very quickly clues you into, yeah, this is going to be fun and gory. Now, it's not, you know, it's, um, I watched a film the other day called The Traveler from like 2005 or six, which is one of those, uh, which is a, one of those, well, it's sort of a tortury, porny, linger on the gore kind of thing. And, and the gore in it is never as sort of thrilling and fun as the gore in pieces, but there's a lot of it. So, but the moment you see her, the chainsaw hits her neck and the head goes flying and the blood sprays up. It's weird because, Every single time I watch this, I think, wasn't there more gore in there? Don't you see, like, more of the head flying and more blood spraying? And I think, oh, it's in the Spanish version, because the Spanish version is, like, a minute or two longer. It ain't in that either, so I don't know what the hell I'm thinking of. But I think the moment you see that, it's like, wow, okay, we're playing for keeps on this one. And this is so goofy, because... I mean, we're just a little over nine minutes into it, and we had the gory axe killing and decapitation. We had the woman hit the the plate glass slash mirror, but there was no gore there, but there was that. And we had the really eerie shit, pardon my French, going on with the killer and the the boxes. And then we have this woman decapitated, who we meet for like 20 seconds. I mean, that's one of the, like a don't go in the woods kind of thing. You know, it's like you knew like because that gal isn't in the opening scene she's the first one kill so so the gal has the plate glass it ignites the killer's um puzzle instinct and then within one minute of that he's he's got the head he's decapitated again he's got the head and so i mean obviously these will have ramifications so it's almost becomes crime crime show tv detective show kind of thing and christopher george is showing up here um but yeah, it's 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 weird, yeah, because it does because slashers for a brief time tried to give you some sort of insight into the character, but only for a very brief time. Don't go in the woods and pieces kind of give a lie to what I just said. So I apologize for having said that. But I think I think at one point it was it looked like slashers might try to give you a little bit more, even if it was only a minute or two. This gives you nothing. A gal with a nice cute gal with a nice behind and great legs um is is studying in a in a in a sort of a not even a field just sort of a little space in the middle of of nowhere on the campus and she's decapitated 30 seconds later boom that's where it begins and then you go into christopher george uh at the uh at the uh um talking to I was gonna say Hilda, but great gre- gre- the secretary the the um the secretary of the dean but the, 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 this segment ends, yeah, with the, the cops are there. The, the killing has been reported. Uh, maybe it has something to do with the first killing, with the, um, with, the, with the mirror. And they're talking to Grace. Is it Grace, the secretary? And Lieutenant Bracken and, and Sergeant Holden are there. And of course, Lieutenant Bracken is Christopher George, who offers Holden a cigar. And Holden kind of shakes his head at him. And Bracken gives him a bit of a, yeah, yeah, what are you doing? Kind of thing. And, um, 
eventually Edmund Purdom as the dean comes out and says hello to all of them and uh, we kind of continue and and you could tell they're in the United States because um, you can see an American flag in the background of the dean's office but you can also tell that maybe we're not in a proper uh, college campus when you look at the series of stains on the walls look at the wall look at the wall behind them look at how stained it is look at look at it's got that thing where um when Edmund Purden comes out and shakes everybody's hand in the in the top right hand corner you can see like the 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 top not at the top of the set but you can see like this sort of strange like here, here's the thing I'm looking at the top of this room I'm in right now which is about as high up as there and we don't have like there, there's like the just like the the wall goes into the ceiling. There's nothing else there. But if you look there, there's some sort of blackness there, like some sort of, I don't know, um, uh, I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, but but it doesn't look like something that would be there. Have a look. You know what it reminds me of? And I, I do a Happy Days related podcast, and it reminds me of the sort of thing you'd see deep into the corner of the Cunningham's living room dining room area season three on in happy days like if you look in the right hand corner where the the front door is there's always like something where it's like is that the way their ceiling went what they, they have like um I don't, I don't i don't know it's like um it's it, it's not like wainscoting wainscoting molding or something like that at the, and their ceiling i don't you know i don't see that a lot in ceilings so that's weird to me and that wall is filthy so that's like a filthy studio wall that he's welcoming them into and it, her name is grace so i'm gonna i'm gonna i got one more thing to talk about this minute it's a fun it's a fun batch of minutes i think you, you get you get an accidental death due to goofballery and you get a nice gory death and you get the setup for what's happening and then you begin the police investigation and you meet grace and you meet the uh, lieutenant and the sergeant and you meet very briefly the um the dean and in about 13 seconds into the next episode you'll get to see some fun in the hallway students kind of stuff which is always great so I just want to uh, cover one more thing, and that's the music. Apart from a bit more of the um, uh, Death Watch, and according to the the soundtrack, the Death we hear Death Watch, and then we hear an alternate of Death Watch. That's from what is it, Unombra Nelombra, which we talked about last time. But the music we heard at the beginning was a song called Up Country, and Up Country is, is a track written by Stephen Hamm and Alan LaRue, LaRue, L-E-R-O-U-X. If you look up their album online, which is called Smooth Traveling, it's a cam album. It's a library album, and it has, I think I have it here. No, I don't. Thank you, Dan, for not um, doing what I needed you to do, but the... um. They they actually have an album. This uh, smooth traveling is is a um uh, it's a library album uh, with like eight or nine tracks on it, including a track called More Horns and Up Country and Pop Chase. And it's it's nineteen eighty, so there are there are little little reams of disco uh, going throughout it. But but it's fun because Up Country is the second song on side. Uh, two, three, uh, one. It, it doesn't matter because I'm looking at it now. Like side two is smooth traveling, gentle mind, stylish goodbye, soul ride, and pop chase. And oh, I got it here. I got it here. Uh, side one is more horns, up country, okay country, country rock, and reb all the way. So you got ten tracks, and six, eight, ten. 
to, to like each side is about 15 minutes and it is cam music library and it actually says on it like what is it like educational um material not for sale so this is like proper library music and you can still get library music online where you go on you pay a fee and you can access the library music but this is these two guys ham and Leroux, um had this this album this cam album smooth traveling with 10 tracks and there's a four minute and 20 second long track called up country about the first 20 or 30 or 40 seconds 30 or let's say 30 seconds or so are used in the movie um we do the hammond organ solo is gone there's lots of it uh, that's not there the the fun thing is like this track and there's a track a little later on called i love blondes which if you know your movie you might know the blonde i'm thinking of in the movie and in, in a little bit um, but but they have the, they put the full track on the soundtrack, so the full four minutes and twenty seconds of Up Country on here, even though they only use about 30, 40 seconds of it, which is fun to hear. Um, yeah, that's library. It's it's one hundred percent library music. Like you could almost like grab like any thirty seconds of the song and kind of put it into something like this, uh, a, a scene like this, and and the, the track to Up Country. Okay, maybe that's. That title comes from someone who doesn't really speak English. Up country. What does that mean? Well, we're going up to the country this weekend. We'll call it up country. Yeah, like up Pompeii. That doesn't make up country doesn't make any sense, but I adore it. So, so we've had the the sort of opening three tracks from uh, what is it? The uh, Onumbra Nalombra, but then we get this fun library track, full on cam library track, up country, which I, I just think is great. So. That's that's the next batch of minutes. So where are we now? We're at ten minutes. We're in ten minutes in. So we're ten minutes in, folks. We have oh geez, uh, seventy-five minutes, seventy-six minutes left. I have no concept of what the next episode will cover. But thank you for joining me for this. That the killer has been triggered, and he has begun to assemble the puzzle woman. Um, now I may be going a little afar afield. Uh, there by saying that's what's happening but i think it's pretty obvious that's what's happening um when you see the puzzle being put together and then he cuts the woman's head off so um i don't mean to sound flippant when i say all this but i'm trying to sound fun when i say all this so let's see how it goes so that is episode three of pieces and pieces podcast everybody and uh next episode will go up and we will cover minutes 11 through 11 12 13 18 25 i don't know it'll be fun though and let's um uh, I was going to say let's go up country, but instead let's hear this.